back to On the Block with Strick and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block here on 93.7 The Ticket. We're doing our last half an hour here before we get to Ticket Weeknights. Talking tens deep in and in the pocket. Uh, we'll be playing uh, once again tonight. So exciting night of the weekend, or excuse me, Ticket Weeknights uh, here on 93.7 The Ticket coming up. Uh, a few different uh, storylines I wanted to get to as we've been talking about this NIL stuff um, and pretty much all day. And, and you really kind of feel for some of the coaches involved right and specifically um uh you know pat narduzzi over there at pitt with the jordan addison being his uh Blitnikoff award winner um pitt just kind of had their up you know their come up year that you know you have kenny pickett and and, and mark whipple out there uh jordan addison and pat narduzzi kind of being the, the biggest uh pieces to that puzzle well uh Kenny Pickett's cashing in. He's a first-round pick. Uh, you know, Mark Whipple cashes in. He gets to get a, a you know a, a move up, a promotion, basically in the business to Nebraska, where he's uh, likely getting paid a little bit more here. Um, and uh, and now it kind of seems like. Jordan Addison is going to cash in and hit the transfer portal and use that NIL money. So it kind of leaves Pat Narduzzi still there left by himself. Um, and uh, so that, I, I think that's kind of interesting um, as I look for here. Uh, a few different things to get there. I, I think um, I wanted to hear from Pat Narduzzi if I could play this. Okay, yeah, go ahead, Strick. It really does. It puts you in a place that you maybe have to do more work now. Like, like you have to be able to secure relationships probably different than you've ever had to before. Um, it's the kind of stuff that gets you can get you fired. Not 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 because you did anything wrong. That's the crazy thing about it, right? It's because you might go from having a 10 and two season from what you've been able to be. Remember that Indiana team that just came out of nowhere that one year and, and was fighting and vying for uh, it's probably about a couple years ago, maybe two, two, three years ago. And then, then all of a sudden, uh, obviously they fall back to reality, you know, back to life, <laughs> back to reality. reality, you know, yeah, that, you know, that happens, but um that's the type of stuff that a program that you're trying to emerge now. So here's the funny thing about that though, right? A coach, whether it be in any sport can do their thing, do well, bring the program up to another level. You're at a mid-major in basketball. You're at a, you know, a, a, a mid-major or just a, a Minnesota type of program. And you take that to a bowl game or UCF or something like that. And Next thing you know, you're shooting. You're shooting. Let's be real out here, listeners. If I'm crazy on the text line, 402-464-5685, the staff and the the, uh, head coach, they bounce. Mm -hmm. You're at Buffalo. You take the Buffalo. you You win the conference. You go to a bowl game and you beat a power five school. You're bolting. Yeah, Turner Gill did. <laughs> You're bolting? Yeah. So, you know, that's the question I got to say. You know, maybe players can bolt too now. I mean, that's <laughs> really what it's done. It's put the players in a position now. Look, I put these numbers up. I got busy. And now I need the bolt to go get, you know, more money or put myself in a better position to get to the next level. That's where I'm looking. I mean, because let's be real. Kenny Pickett's gone. Right. He's the guy that was getting you to rock. 
I'm not, you know, he knows who's coming behind Kenny Pickett. He knows either who they brought in or he knows who that backup quarterback was. And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm Belitnikov, baby. I'm Belitnikov. I, I got to go where they about to give me that rock. Well, and that's my question, too, for people that are, I, I mean, again, the tampering part of it, I understand the frustration there. But just for Jordan Addison's player movement is like, okay, his, yeah. he, he like came up with all these guys and now they all are cashing in. And, and now he can, he has that opportunity or he can stay at Pitt. But then you say, and do what? Like, what more is there to do? He won the Bolitnikov. He won the ACC. He probably doesn't have that, you know, correction, uh, collection of guys to do that again um, this year. So, like, what do you want him to do? Just to, I mean, at best, he just has another great season and wins the Bolitnikov. Or, you know, he can, you know, aspire to live his dreams, go out to USC or whatever it is, team up with Caleb Williams, do something different, do something special uh, as, as as the team moves on and, you know, and help his own status out. He's, he's supposed to be a top 10 draft pick as it is now uh, going into the year next year. Um, but it's hard to tell, you know, those things can kind of change a, a lot, quite quickly. But, you know, as far as the Blitnikoff goes, that doesn't change. That's a word he gets to keep. And that's a, quite, a, quite a big piece that he can use uh, going into the draft. So uh, real quickly, I didn't but- want to get... Oh, Let's be, well, real, well, real quick, I want to just hit one more point, right? Jermaine Burton, that is a great example right there. Jermaine Burton at Georgia, second in receiving yards and first amongst wideouts. He transfers to Alabama. Why? Alabama just sends two guys into the draft in the first round. Both of them had injury issues and they go still in the draft. You know, uh, Mitchie uh-huh. and uh, Williams, right? And Williams is not even fully recovered from an ACL, but they're there. So Jermaine Burton's looking at it like, huh, this cat can't really get me to rock. Yes, we just won a championship, but boy, Bryce, he looks real good right about now. Let me go over <laughs> here and get my numbers up so I can get in this draft. You know, that's kind of how guys be looking at it sometimes. And it's not necessarily an evil thing. It's not even necessarily at all an NIL thing. Sometimes it's really about the same thing that receivers right now are saying, why I'm leaving this team. Why do you think Hollywood left uh, the, Ravens, the Baltimore yeah. Ravens? You know, he's, he's he, look, they are guys. That was his boy. You know what I mean? Um, they were they were friends, and, and and Hollywood basically says, Lamar Jackson, I love you, but man, this guy might be able to get me to rock a little bit better over here, and that's when they make the move. Well, I do want to play uh, a little bite here from Pat Narduzzi on Sirius XM. He was uh, again, he's the Pittsburgh coach for Michigan State defensive coordinator when Mark D'Antonio was there. Great uh, defensive coordinator. Somebody on the text line says uh, they wouldn't mind having uh, Pat Narduzzi as the head coach in case things fail this upcoming year. Um, I don't know if he'd be a home run hire, but he'd certainly be. I mean, I'd be interested, especially with what he's done out there at Pitt. I'm always a big Pat Narduzzi guy. In any case, he is kind of the the lone man left at Pitt. So uh, here's kind of what he had to say about uh, everything that, that's gone on. We're going to start to lose our coaches. You know, hmm. uh, We're going to start losing more college coaches to the NFL game so they don't have to deal with this chaos. Um, and I think that's, that's going to be bad for college football. What's been the hardest part of, of the changes? I mean, NIL, I feel like it's one thing. The portal is crazy. What, like, what's going to be the thing that drives college coaches out of here? You know what? It's going to be a combination of everything. Um, but I, I would say the portal um, and name, image, and likeness together because I think they work hand in hand. Um, you know, the tampering where, you know, you should not have to, re- you know, recruit your own team. I mean, your, your guys are on your team, they're on your team, and, nobody should be able to come in and say, hey, listen, 
we like that Bolitnikov. That number three, that Jordan Ashley, he's pretty good. We think we want him to come down south. And we're going to give you, you know, $500,000 to come down south, and you're going to be driving a, you know, a, you know, BMW. And it's kind of like, what, what are we doing? This can't happen. So if you've got great players, I just found this out, you know, and, you know, I'll throw it out there. Um, his, you know, I guess people reached out to Kenny Pickett to go to Notre Dame a year ago. Had no idea. Wow. He didn't say anything to me, which obviously didn't get that serious. But Notre Dame recruited him through the back channels. You know, it's not Brian Kelly. Um, but someone's telling these guys, whoever they are, to come to Notre Dame, right? And so that's Pat Narduzzi kind of speaking on it and, and kind of, you know, illuminating us on, on this, this has already happened, this Jordan Addison tampering thing that everybody's upset about with him already being the portal. Um, this has happened in the past, even th- with Kenny Pickett last year. Um, and, and since it didn't lead to anything, you know, the, I guess no problems with it. But we've talked about before how, uh, how, how it, you know, we've, we've already seen it. But I thought it's interesting there to talk about um, how he thinks that it's going to drive a lot of coaches to the NFL. For what it's worth, um, you know, these coaches have been making millions of dollars. I mean, you're having guys sign like five year, $90 million deals now. And so, you know, that, that maybe you're asked a lot more of at the college level. Um, and, but for that pay, you know, ask whatever. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of money to ask somebody to do their job. So I don't necessarily feel bad for them, but I do know that a lot of coaches um, turn away from the college game and go to the NFL in hopes to escape recruiting. And now recruiting is just, uh, you know, recruit your own players on a day-to-day basis. So I can see yeah. the frustration there, but I'll say it like I've said with, you know, things in the past, you know, it, 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 you might get the old guard. You might chase the old guard out of college football coaching. There will be new guys that step up and adapt and, and adjust to the new um, way of college football. And for what it's worth, I don't. I, don't, I think that things will be a little bit more restricted in a few years um, and make this a little bit more simple on them. But for right now, it's the wild, wild west, and there's going to be some guys that adapt and thrive through it. Yeah, some guys are going to make the adjustments. Some guys are just not going to – they're just going to toss their hat you know, into the wind and say it is what it is. But let, let's be real about it. The 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 longevity is not necessarily in the NFL. Like, you know, there's a lot of turnover. If you're not a Mike Tomlin, if you're not uh, Bruce Arians, if you're not, you know, if you're not a pretty established guy, you know what I mean, yeah. in, in the NFL game, there's a lot of turnover in, in, in the coaching ranks. I mean, you might have one, two years, three maybe, and you're out the door and looking for the next time. And those, those positions fill up. Like, right. Yeah. There's you're, only so you're, many you're fighting for it. If you really want longevity that, you know, the college football is an opportunity. You build a program, you, you make it stable. Even if you're like, if you're at a pit or you're at somewhere like that, you, you're not asked to win 11 games, 12 games. You're asked to have a winning record. Yeah. And you can if you can do that consistently and use whatever methods and means by which to do that, you can stay there for 10, 12, 15 years. So they, there's there's a give and take in that in, in that balance of, of whether or not you shoot for the NFL or you stay in college. You know, you can always go to the uh, USFL or <laughs> XFL <you> now. <laughs> There's some more and make a statement and make a statement and live in the apartment. You know, yeah. always do that. <laughs> there are more options out there for you. Like I said, I think guys will adjust, um, but it is certainly a headache for for 
for what I, you know, I guess what I call the old guard or, you know, kind of how it used to be. It, it's been frustrating all along to recruit, um, but now you got to recruit your own players seemingly on a daily basis, check in with everybody. Um, bit of a headache, but again, they're well paid. So I think, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a job that they sign up for and a job that they're well paid for. So uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, it'll be time for Hitting the Hardwood. Which NBA series, now that we're in the second round, has Strix I as we go on to game two tonight for a couple of them. Go over the game one results as well. That's coming up next year on the block on 93.7 The Ticket.